Are you sabotaging your energy with your mantras? Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. Now you might be thinking, Mel, I don't use mantras, so I don't really know what you're talking about. What I mean is those things that you say on repeat in your brain over and over and over, that's like a mantra. It's something that you say to yourself all day long. And have you ever said something that's maybe not so helpful, like, I'm tired, or I don't know, or I'll never get it all done, or I totally sabotaged myself. And if you say it on repeat over and over and over and over, that's your mantra for the day. And it doesn't sound like it's a super helpful one, does it? No. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I lately have been talking about how tired I am. I've been talking about it. I've been thinking about it. As I try to start a new work project, I'll open it and I'll be like, I am too tired to deal with this. I cannot. My brain won't. I can't figure it out. See, that's another one. I can't figure it out. That's another negative mantra. It's not even on my list for today, guys. That's a bonus. So let's talk about Some examples of these mantras, they're probably already popping into your head and why this is not a practice that you really want to continue. So I know we've talked about affirmations before, but affirmations are just affirming something that you believe to be true, that you would like to be true, and working to make true. Now, if you're thinking, okay, that I would like to be true. It doesn't sound like I would like to be tired. What does that mean? An affirmation is just something you say over and over and the universe is always listening and your brain is always listening to what you say. And we like to be right. We like to be right more than we like almost anything else. Have you ever been in an argument with somebody where halfway through some part of your brain is going, this is a bad idea. This is not where I want this to go. This is not going well. I'm going to regret this later. There's like a tiny little part of your brain that's still with it enough to know that this is just going totally off the rails. But another stronger part of you is like, but I have to be right. I am right. And the other person needs to acknowledge that I'm right. And you're willing to sacrifice so much just so you can be right. That's part of how affirmations work. When we use them to say positive things to ourselves, like I am strong, I am healthy. And if we have I am healthy on a refrain all day, all day, all day, eventually we start trying to make it true because we like to be right. We'll pick up, you know, some chips and go, okay, I am healthy. Is this what I should eat? Maybe I should at least measure out a serving because that probably counts as being healthier than just eating straight out of the bag. So let's talk about some of these affirmations or mantras or things that you might be saying to yourself on repeat that could be 
disempowering and totally ruining your energy and ruining your positive, happy feelings or even your neutral feelings and taking you to a very low vibe, low energy, unproductive, unhappy space. Okay. So number one, I already mentioned it. I'm tired. Here's the thing about saying I'm tired to other people. They don't care. No one cares enough for it to be worth it for you to say that you're tired. I know that that is a bummer. I also know that it's true because I have certainly had bad nights where I did not sleep well or for whatever reason, I only got a few hours sleep. Saying to my husband that I'm tired or a friend or a client, I try not to say that sort of thing to clients, saying it doesn't make me feel less tired. It doesn't make me feel better. And usually, because I'm grumpy, I'm not getting an appropriate amount of sympathy for how tired I am. Does that sound familiar? They, they can't possibly be sympathetic enough for it to help. But because we like to be right, as we carry this I'm tired mantra all day, then, you know, we'll try to start the new work project and not be able to because we're too tired. We won't do our chores. Okay. Clean the litter boxes because we're too tired. There's a cat right back there waiting for me. Not to clean the litter box, but to feed him. We don't do it because we're too tired. Now, there's certainly some value to the days that you didn't sleep well, maybe putting things off for future you to deal with, future you that has more energy. But here's the kicker. I have had a lot of days lately where I have been pretty tired when I start the day, even though I have slept well and slept a lot. Today was one of those days. If I were to ask myself right now, are you really tired? The answer right now is no. I feel great right now. But if I had let myself carry that same mantra, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., all through the day, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Then here at four o'clock, I would still be like too tired to record this episode. But instead, I was able to check in with myself and go, is that true? Is that helpful? So ask yourself, when you hear one of these mantras, is that true? Is that helpful? And then reframe it to something better. So here's our first reframe, going from I'm tired to I have all the energy I need to complete my most important tasks. I'm going to say that again. I have all the energy I need to complete my most important tasks. I use this one all the time. Because I'm tired happens to be one of past Mel's favorite mantras and I have to work on this just like you might need to. I was sick several weeks ago, like on the couch, taking a lot of naps. I watched four Netflix movies in one day and that's usually way more TV time than I can handle because I get bored. When I said to myself, I have all the energy I need to complete my most important tasks, it is affirming and empowering. And it also causes me to ask a question. What are my most important tasks? What are they? I'm sick. 
I'm on the couch. What has to get done today? And the answer was I had one last minute, very important client newsletter that needed to go out. And two, I needed to rest. Those were my two most important tasks. And guess what? I did have all the energy I needed to do those things. Now, the newsletter took me a little longer than it normally would, but I did get it done. And then I accomplished my other task and I put everything else off because I had said I have all the energy I need to accomplish my most important tasks. So mantra number one might be, I'm tired. Let it go. Reframe it. Number two, do you ever catch yourself saying, I don't know? I've been doing this one a lot too. This episode is brought to you by Mel's Recent Mistakes. (laughs) Or what Mel is currently working on. So if you ever say to yourself, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how to help. I don't know whatever. I don't know. What happens when you say I don't know is it closes the door to possibilities. It says I don't know, period. And remember, affirmations are just things that you say to yourself that you would like to be true. Your brain is always listening and wants to be right. And the universe is always listening and is taking everything you say literally. So I don't know closes that door to possibilities. So what is a way we can reframe that? You could say, I'm open to ideas. I'm open to receiving the answer. I'm open to possibilities. I catch myself doing this when it comes to things in my business. I have a highly strategic mind. It works It works out super well for me a lot of the times, but sometimes I get like a block where I can't see all the steps of where I'm trying to get to. And it it just, it really triggers me to go, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what to do. I don't know why this isn't working. This isn't working, by the way, is another negative mantra. So if you can shift to saying, do it after you already said, I don't know, it's fine. You're not perfect. You might not be able to catch yourself every time before you say it, but if you'll say, I'm open to possibilities. I'm open to receiving the answer. Guess what? Instead of saying aloud to friends, I don't know, you'll say, I'm open to ideas. And that friend might have an idea. (laughs) Or you might see a news article or a post on social media or something in the grocery store that sparks an idea for you. And your brain is open to that because we're not trying to create the truth. I don't know. You want to be right. So if you want to be right and you're saying, I don't know, your brain's going to try not to see those things. Does that make sense? I hope that's making sense. Number three, I'll never get it all done. I'll never get it all done. You ever get overwhelmed? I get overwhelmed. Sometimes my to-do list is just like, oh, it's so large. Why? Why? Why did past Mel put all those things in there? I'll never get it all done. Hmm. Well, that doesn't help, does it? 
It just makes me feel bummed out right away. It makes me feel behind. It makes me feel like a loser, like past Mel really sabotaged me. And then I want to blame her. And that puts me in anger and blame and rage and all these really unhelpful emotions. So with this, I like to ask the question, what has to get done? What has to get done? Because it, it might be true that you'll never get it all done, but does it all have to get done? Turn that one into a question. What can I delegate to someone else? What can I cross off this list? What can I do good enough? Good enough is good enough. What can I put off till next month? What can I skip? What has to get done? So number four, I don't have a choice. You ever caught yourself saying, I don't have a choice? I hear people say it all the time. This one really bothers me. (laughs) Because we do always have a choice. And I remember reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And he is the one that totally changed my mind on this. When he said, we always have a choice. And I think he was referring to Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, when he talked about this. I want to give all the credit that I possibly can. But he said, we always have a choice. We can choose our response. You don't have to go to work. You choose to go to work because you like the consequences of getting paid and being able to pay your bills and maybe setting a good example for your kids. You don't have to go to the gym. You choose to go to the gym because exercise makes you feel good and you like the consequences of being in shape. You don't have to get dressed, but you like the consequences of not getting arrested for nudity. See, you always have a choice. I have a coaching client and one of the the little, not little, one of the things we were talking about is she's really struggling at her day job. It's a toxic work environment. She doesn't like it. It makes her feel super stressed. It's bleeding all over the rest of her life, which is what usually happens when we're in those bad work environments. She didn't say, I don't have a choice. But what she was saying was, I only have two options. I can stay at this job and be miserable, or I can quit and I can be broke. Those are my two options. Anytime you catch yourself saying, I only have two options, you're spotlighting. And when you shine a spotlight on something, you can't see everything else in the dark. So we're like, option number one, option number two, spotlight, spotlight. Everything else is dark. There's no other options. That is never true. There's so many variations. She could stay at that job and find a way to get transferred to work under a new supervisor. She could stay at that job and care less so that it's not so stressful for her. She could stay at that job and get promoted. She could leave that job and get another one. She could leave that job and get several part-time jobs. She could Leave that job and sell her house and downsize so that her expenses are less. So many options. So instead of saying, I don't have a choice, or we have two choices here, tell yourself, I have options. 
I have options I haven't even thought of yet. I am open to answers. I am open to solutions. Universe, show me the ease. Let your mind be open to possibilities and you'll see options for yourself. So number five, I was talking to a friend lately and we were talking about therapy and we were talking about some hangups that we both resonated with as far as starting therapy, which was telling ourselves that we have already considered every possibility, telling ourselves that we have exhausted every option. That's just like the previous one. There's so many other possibilities. You're not that smart. You're not so smart that you have considered every single possible option in the whole universe and nobody can possibly say anything that you don't already know. You haven't exhausted every option. So tell yourself, I'm open to ideas. I say that to friends all the time. I'm open to feedback. I'm open to ideas. I'm open to suggestions. You know why? Because I don't want to think that I have exhausted every option. That's depressing. It is far more hopeful and enjoyable for me to think that there are possibilities. So be aware of these mantras. I'm tired. I don't know. I'll never get it all done. I don't have a choice. I've exhausted every option. And replace them with something more powerful. Whether it's, I have all the energy I need to accomplish my most important tasks. I'm open to possibilities. What has to get done? I'm open to ideas. Instead of putting yourself in a box, open the lid of your box and see what ideas might come in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.